Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 131 of the Department of Offense, take two. Yeah. That's right, this is our second take. Uh, Doug, unfortunately, had to leave. Uh, Doug Kahlberg was joining us for this episode. And we recorded what may have been the best hour and a half of radio that has ever been recorded, and it's unusable. At least top ten of all time. It was fucking brilliant. Uh, I don't know if it was the combination of Oktoberfest and Doug... Or if we were just on a really good uh, tangent spree. Yeah. But it was an absolutely fucking delightful, delightful episode. And unfortunately, we had technical issues and we weren't able to save it. Luckily, Doug uh, was gracious enough to stick around for another... God damn it, Miles. uh, For another uh, few minutes to record a second interview with us. So we do have a Doug Kahlberg interview tacked on to the end. And, spoiler alert, he becomes a, uh honorary uh, co-host in yeah. that segment. So that's pretty exciting. So make sure you stick around to hear that. It's technically his fifth interview. His yes. fourth one that's released. Yes. But, yeah, no, he's been on long enough where we yeah. were like, hey, man, you're you're a co-host now. Yeah. You can come and mess with other guests like we mess with you. Yeah. All right. So, Carlos, uh, what have you been up to this week? Oh, I've been playing a little Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I'm sure I talked about that on the show last week, but I don't know. I was kind of drunk, so I don't remember that much fun. Dude, last week was a lot of fun. For those of you who, I guess, made it through that show, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, we had a keg of staghorn. And there were 12 people in the studio, which, it was chaotic. I had a few people come up to me and said, hey, I love the episode just because there were two conversations going on the entire time. Uh, Yeah, so there was the primary show conversation, and then there was a side conversation just kind of wandering around the room. Which one was I on? It depends on the moment. I don't know. Because the side conversation would pop around pretty hard. I'm not very clear on that episode. A lot of us aren't. Uh, it was a good episode, though. We had uh, Black Belt patron Zach Zablowski. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, because I forgot this one on our, I guess, test show. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if you'd like to uh, become as awesome as the people who bring you this show, uh, our patrons, specifically Black Belt patron Zach Zablowski, head on over to... Uh, Patreon.com slash Studios and become a patron today. Both Zach and his brother Eli were able to join us uh, last week, and they were a lot of fun. They even left beer. Did they leave beer? Yeah, that Spotted Cow, I think, is theirs. Oh, okay. Well, that Spotted Cow is now However, in the communal However, those beer fucking fridge. bastards could not be bothered to leave the bottles of water that they bought also, because I really wanted the no, bottles all, of water. No, all, all the water was drank. Oh, it was? Yeah. Son of a bitch. You know, they, they didn't take the bottle of water. They, they drank it all? We drank it all as a collective group. I missed out on that part. Well, Carlos, you went and decided that Archer was more important than party. I was drunk. It seemed like it was on the the, uh, load. No, no. We rallied. I played uh, Mario, but I was... All right, I had enough socializing for the day, all right? There's only so much I can do before it just destroys what I have, and I just become like a, a blob. 
Right. So Miles just called me, and then he texted me with brewing questions. I'm going to ignore them. For now, yeah. For now. Or he could listen to the episode and learn. That I ignored him. Yeah. No, (laughs) (laughs) because they're time-sensitive questions. I just don't. uh, we got to record this. Yeah, we do. Because we have coals going now. Yeah, because we need food now. Because we been need food. Because we've just been drinking alcohol. Since yeah. no, so we we decided on a two o'clock show. It is now five. Yeah. So we've been drinking for the past three hours. Yeah. At show levels, which is pretty heavy. And the show, the the beer that we tasted, which we already drank the, a whole beer bottle of it. We had to go get another bottle of it for the for this. Yeah, recording. and you, so you'll figure out what that is in just. That's a minute. rather strong. I mean, but it's very good. But yeah, so I've all so yeah, I played some Metal Gear. I'm sure I I, I know for sure I had to have mentioned it, and then uh, also I played some Diablo three season four is going on with that, so I played that. Also, non video gaming news. I read another book. Of another. You did. Uh, when do I get the Ernest Klein book? Well, I will do that when I'm not reading ebooks, which I can read at places like work. <laughs> you just stand in the work bathroom and read. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is another book by Drew Hayes, who uh, he did NPCs, which I talked about last week, I, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, before he also did the Super Powers, uh, which was a fantastic series. And I'm looking forward to the fourth volume of that next year, I'm assuming. Uh, but this one is called The Utterly Uninteresting and Unadventurous Tales of Fred, the Vampire Accountant. Jesus Christ. Where it's, is he? So... Wait, all right. It starts out a year after he's been a vampire. Okay, so he's only been a vampire for a year. So he was an accountant before he was a vampire? Oh, yeah. And uh, he has to work from home now because, uh, you know, can't go in the daylight. But he's still going being an accountant because, you know, it turns out that uh, it's that becoming a vampire does not make your life really exciting. Like, you're, it just, uh, you just become this, you're still the same person. So he just, uh, he uh, then has his 10th, his 10th, uh, High school reunion comes up, and it's gonna be and it's on Halloween. So he's like, "All right, well, I'll go to this. I'm, I'm a vampire now." Like, he he like lost weight because he's on a liquid diet now. So, which by the way, he gets his all his beer, all his uh, blood from blood packs from a, a hospital that he he had been cooking the books for because he was getting paid more, and now he just does it so he can buy a he just does it for blood now, which of course is not a bad way to do it. You made a really weird substitution there, beer for blood, and now I'm curious. What I said, beer? Yeah. So, oh God. If no, it was not beer. What? What's a beer vampire? You. Oh, okay. you're a beer vampire. <laughs> you have to do your regular feedings and everything like that. All right. Well, speaking of regular feedings, we're gonna have to get that filled again soon. Yeah. But yeah, it's a funny book. It's basically a lot like four novellas, okay. Just like a continuation of his story throughout like a whole year. Oh, nice! And it's a it was a fun read. So, where is he a an accountant? Uh, somewhere in Colorado. Now, like, does he work for like a firm or? Oh anything? no, no, he uh, works for himself. Okay, so he's a freelance accountant. Yeah, one of those real cool freelance. Well, accounts. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's freelance. Like he, I bet definitely in like the later novellas, he's uh, freelance. Okay. And I know during a uh, tax season, since uh, vampires don't have to sleep, like well, they can sleep during the day, but he spent like two weeks not sleeping just so he could uh, work dur- straight through a uh, tax season. So that's was, ridiculous. 
Just using his ability just for stupid things like that. Stupid things? That's money. Meanwhile, things like enhanced strength, reflexes, and all that, not as useful for him. I suppose. Especially if he runs away from anything. Why? Well, because he doesn't like to fight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was a, uh, I had a fun... This this author's uh, books are always fun to read. Yeah. So. Oh, man. All right. Is it my turn now? Yeah. Am I supposed to talk now? You are supposed to talk. Now. Oh, crap. Did you watch the uh, the Apple thing at all? No. I'm aware they had a stylus. Oh, man. It's so dumb. All right. So it's, it, I think it's called like the Apple Pencil or the iPencil or something shitty like that. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's such yeah. a dumb, dumb thing. And I'm sorry, I'm just so preoccupied with this actually working now. Yeah, don't want uh, to like. Okay, it looks like it looks like we're good. All right, All right. we're good. Uh, and so it's it's a stylus that does magic things, but it's still just a stylus. And then they announced a new iPad called the iPad Pro, which is a twelve. It's it's basically a thirteen inch iPad. All right, that is a huge iPad. This is a thirteen inch laptop. Ah. Is an iPad this big? Why wouldn't you just get a laptop? Because you have money to spend on iPod pro- uh, on, uh, Apple, Apple products. products. Yeah, I man, it's just it's so irritating. Yeah, I, I feel like my levels are just all over the place. I heard that they brought Microsoft and somebody else on the stage. What? Yeah, they brought Microsoft on the stage. Yeah, I heard that there was a cake. I didn't watch it. I just kind of read the oh, no, thing. I heard like they brought Microsoft on the stage. Like what? Apparently, to apparently Microsoft Word's now on the Apple thing. Oh, I believe that yeah. Microsoft Word is. There's there. something else. Oh, Adobe was brought on stage too for a Photoshop. To show off a uh, Photoshop on it. Oh, that that makes sense actually. So yeah, those things happen. Mm. They also added a uh, attachable keyboard for that. Uh, iPad you're talking about. Yeah, that's cuz they're trying to make it like the Surface, yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't have the full computing capabilities that the Surface has. Yeah. And so I don't think it can count. Not really. Like the Surface, I can install games and shit on and oh oh oh, oh. that oh, beer is full. All right. Um and it's it's a full computer. Yeah. And so it's worth the, you know, 1200 bucks or whatever, the 12 1400 bucks. An iPad that big doesn't have a full uh, OS on it. Like, I, if it's not running OS 10, it's not worth the full. I I mean, I'm not really sure what the price point is, but it's not worth it. Uh, price. Let's see. Probably iPad Pro starts at 800 for 32, uh, and then a thousand will get you 128. Wait, 32 gigs? Yes. How is that? That should not be a thing. There are jump drives larger than that for like twenty dollars. Yep, and there's no USB ports on the iPad Pro. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's an uh, iPad. But it doesn't matter. Like, you need to be able to include. You need to be able to connect external storage, mice, well, keyboards, other ha- peripherals. Well, it doesn't have like not even like the different USB size things. Mm-mm. What the fuck? No, it does. It doesn't have the USB C. Uh, how? Which is dumb in and of itself. Holy shit. So the new MacBook. Yeah. Uh like you know, you have the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro. This is the one in the middle of the MacBook. It has one port. Ugh. A USB C port. And that is used for 
everything. So you can't have an external hard drive plugged into your Mac and charge it at the same time. Man, I get angry without an adapter. I get angry enough at your little Mac when I try to edit uh, episodes, just because it only has like three, four USB ports, and they're, they're all being all used. UB, yeah, by keyboard, mouse. Yeah, I can't <laughs> external remember, hard drive. I can't remember what it was I wanted to plug in because I oh I had to plug in a an external hard drive, uh, jump drive to try. Cause you can unplug the one that's. Oh no no because it. the uh, connection wasn't working. Oh. So I was like trying to figure out what can I unplug. I don't want to unplug the monitor because oh. I need that. I don't want to unplug. In, 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 in future reference, there's uh, USB ports on the keyboard. Oh, all right. Glad right I Right there. That now. See? Yeah. Okay. Well, one on each side. Yeah, I, I think I tried to plug it into something else. Like, uh, oh, I had to tr- try to plug into your one of the computers. One of the, like, uh, the PC. Yeah. The, the, the laptop. The, the new the, studio PC. Yeah. Oh, no, it was uh, when you had the other keyboard and the uh, keyboard that you had. The super advanced keyboard. Was not supplying enough power to. Oh my yeah, no, I got rid of that one now. Yeah. In fact, if you want it, you can have it. I don't know if you want. I like my dirt cheap lap. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I I bought I bought one of the mechanical keyboards. Cool. Uh, for my gaming PC upstairs, that thing is so fucking cool. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it types so nice. Oh. I don't think I can ever go back to non-mechanical now. I'll hit, have to keep that in mind if I get a new keyboard. Yeah. Well, and they they were on sale for like eighty bucks. Um, and it has it has the programmable keys along the side, which I like to use for certain yeah. programs, especially like if I'm programming or something. There's stuff I'll use them for, uh, but it's it's really it's heavy, like it's super heavy. But it doesn't have like the stupid screen like the other one does. Yeah. And uh, I know, I'm a big fan of dirt cheap keyboards. And it has uh, so it has it has two different sets of lights. So it has the main keyboard lights. And then it has the gaming keyboard yeah. lights, which are like the Waz keys and stuff like that. And so you can like set them at different, uh, all like uh, brightnesses. Yeah. So you can have the gaming lights pop up more, and which is kind of neat. So yeah, uh, but yeah, back to like trying to mess with your Mac, trying to uh, move uh, files around without a keyboard. Which I unplugged the keyboard because I said I could get by with the keyboard the easiest without the keyboard. It was actually kind of difficult. It's hard. I don't know, like, because I had to keep doing the files, I had to move them around, and it was just... Well, and you're not used to Mac. Oh, fuck that thing. Yeah. No, uh, I had to do the same thing uh, on two... No, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. I had to go spend a day down at the server location and install three new servers. Yeah. It was supposed to be a nice, easy day. It was supposed to be in and out, and I, I I was able to go home when I was done. So I figured I'd be home at like four, three o'clock, four. Like it's supposed to be a nice short day. No, no, it was not. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I got home about the same time I usually do because I got down there about uh, ten after ten. I picked up the servers about ten two, and then got down there, and I was there until six o'clock because the stupid things wouldn't. Install properly, so and I only had one set. I had I had one monitor, one keyboard, one mouse that I had to share between the three, <laughs> and so like at times like I have a mouse plugged into one, a keyboard plugged into the other, and then I'm moving the monitors back and forth to see the different statuses, and I'm trying to move files with just the keyboard or you just the maybe mouse. Maybe just get, uh, invest in a couple of dirt cheap keyboards and mouses that mice then. Well, no, it it wasn't that. It was they they have them down there. Oh yeah, on like a cart. So I can just wheel it over to my rack yeah. and work on it. And most of the time, that's fine. But I didn't think that I would need more. 
And I keep talking to the side of this thing, and so it gets like this, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I, I was curious, like wh- how you think this thing worked. Well, Carlos, he's talking I'm about sorry. the mic, by the way, not a penis. Well, nobody thought we were talking about a penis until you said that. I want people clarify. already think we're gay because we live together. You don't need to keep throwing penis jokes <laughs> in here. <laughs> That's why I threw the joke in there. I thought it was funny, <laughs> but. Yeah, so I I didn't bring it down because it's just more shit I have to carry in, and but this I don't know if I've talked have I talked about the server facility on uh, on the show so before? Like uh, apparently it's pretty amazing. It's fucking ridiculous. So you walk in and you have to scan your little badge. Oh yeah, and then you get into this little like ante room, like you know, like this little antechamber. You have to scan your badge and then use your thumbprint. Oh really? Yep, and then. Uh, you go, you go into this other room, and there's a guard there, and then you have to scan your badge, use your thumbprint to go through like a turnstile oh, thing. Badass, right? Right. And then the next door is just a badge scan, and then uh, you go down the hallway and uh, like another long hallway, and this is this is also the one that leads to the nice lounge. There's a beautiful lounge, right. like a big patio with grills and stuff. We sat out there and smoked cigars uh, on install night. Oh. Nice. And and they they provide soda, coffee, snacks, and whatnot. Oh God! Yeah. Wow. And then anyway, to get into the service facility, you have to scan and then do another biometric again. Wow. And then and then you then you're in a room that the other door won't open until the the next door closes, and then you have to scan and thumbprint again to get out of the second door. Now I gotta ask: Is the entrance to the, the facility a toll a uh, little phone booth? It is not. Damn it! It could have been fucking get smart. All right. <laughs> oh my god! But no, they had to skip out on that one well, detail. The, like I, I want to know if I can bring people like on a tour of the facility. Like I want to talk to like Andy and Bob and just see. Be like, can I bring somebody on a tour? Because you would fucking love this place. It's so cool. Oh my god. Uh, like when you ride, when you drive up to it and they have like big, uh, like metal wrought iron gates. That you have to like scan your thing in and they slowly open. Oh god, awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> what kind of facility <laughs> fucking needs that? I don't know, it's but not it's not the fucking me. Pentagon. <laughs> I think it has more security than a Pentagon. Oh, I was about to say, yeah. No, and so op- uh the first night we were there, we're installing the servers and it's like two AM. We get down there and Bob has his uh truck at the loading dock and he's like, Hey, Casey. Just uh, there's there's a side door that'll it's like a shortcut to the loading dock. Take that, and it'll be a lot faster. I'm like, okay, sounds good. So like I'm by the servers, I'm doing stuff, and I go through the side door. I go through the door, and it shuts behind me, and then all of a sudden an alarm goes off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and so like I'm like, well I'll just go back out the door. Oh no, it's locked. So I go I go across this big open build like it's like two football fields big and yeah. it's huge. And so I go across this big room, and I try to open the other door. Oh, no, it's locked. So I go back to the other one. Ah, it's still locked. Go back to the <laughs> other one. Still locked. And an alarm is going off this entire time. It's like 20 minutes. I call Bob. Uh, I'm locked in a room. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out. <laughs> Can you call somebody? <laughs> So I get made fun of that yeah. a lot. That's okay. Uh, last server move, Bob started a fire in the server room. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, uh, he plugged in a... So we have, like, the 220 volt All right. Uh, uh, power strips, and he plugged just a regular, uh, like, surge protector into it. Blue flames <laughs> shot a foot out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're really good at servers. Just so good. They have all that protection in place and just can't protect a couple <laughs> idiots. <laughs> Pretty much. And he also, uh, at the new one, he banged a hole. He knocked a hole in the wall. What? Yeah, so he had he had one of the big power strips uh, setting against the cage. Yeah. And then uh, I asked him something, and he, like, he was talking to me, and then he bumped it. And in slow motion, we both watched it go, boom, <laughs> and <laughs> knocked, like, a hole in the sheetrock. <laughs> Wow, it's pretty great. Just pretty great. But yeah, it sounds like a cool facility. Oh, it's it's super cool. I would love to take you on a tour of it, just because I can just lock you in places. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the worst. I well, ha- have you ever been to a commercial uh, server facility? Nah. Like they look like just out of the movies. There's just servers upon servers upon servers, and they're all in like individually locked racks. And by the way, I assume they finally got you out of that locked room, though, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> well, and then uh, we became fast friends with the one guy who was working there. So they have this massive facility, this massive parking lot. There's only ever, like, two cars in it at a time. Oh, yeah. Because it's yeah. it's a brand-new service, and they're trying to fill it up. But So we're talking with this guy, and, like, they had issues with our, like, with our cards at certain points. Like, they would just set off. We we would, we set off alarms all night, just all <laughs> night long. We're, we'd walk through a door, oh, alarm set off. Oh well, just keep walking. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, it's pretty great. And you made friends with one of the guards. I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Well, he was the only guy working that night, and he was just so fed up with us. <laughs> They're like, "We're sorry. We're gonna go eat cheese sticks out of the refrigerator now." <laughs> and best part. They have they Pac-Man. Had, I was gonna say they have cheese sticks in the refrigerator. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, they no, they have cheese sticks, pretzels, chips, coffee, soda, popcorn. Oh my god! Yeah, and they have a uh, they have one of those Is it like this? mame mame cabinets set up. All right, uh, set on free play, and it has just all of the arcade games. Oh god! And so I like I took my lunch at like three just because I was frustrated. And I just spent 20 minutes just playing Pac-Man and Asteroids and Centipede. and you know, I got to wonder if the person who opened that facility was trying to get money from people using the facility or if he just wanted a giant facility that looked like it was out of the movies and he just wanted to have all sorts of free stuff in there. Well, it's, it's owned by a Canadian uh, cable company. Oh, yeah? Yep. So I'm assuming it's not what my idea was. Like, they just wanted no. to perform. No, this is, this is a... Well, it if you look on Google Maps, it's huge. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll show you after we're done here. Um, I don't want to give the uh, the address away on the internet because <laughs> uh, that would probably not be good. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll show you when we're done. Like it, it's huge on Google, like from the satellite images, and it's even bigger in person. Probably more space than Planet Studios would ever need. Even if we, yeah, but if we could just have a building in there, like just just an office. <laughs> Because I want all those biometrics. Yeah. Be Super fun. important. All right. I don't even care if it says off alarms half the time. All right. You should talk about something before we do the beer. 
I should talk about something. I already talked about stuff. And you want me to talk about more stuff? Well, Carlos, I have to monologue while you go get the beer. I know. I have to. I so have I, to I need something to monologue on. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to be there for the whole uh, facility story. Oh, so well, it's that. a really good facility story. <laughs> It's cool. Yeah, but I don't have anything more exciting going on. Like we that uh, we had the uh, episode we did last week, and we talked about everything leading up to the uh, the party. And oh yeah, so uh, it turns out that everybody is a shitty beer pong player if they're on uh, the same <laughs> team as me. Yeah, Car- you know, Carlos, as confirmation bias, I lost every single game I played. Yeah, maybe you're be a shitty beer pong player. Not true, because I distinctly remember one of the games. I don't remember the other ones very well. but I, <laughs> So, like, both sides were doing pretty shitty. And I was like, all right, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I can drink all the beers. And I, then, right after I thought that, had that thought, I stopped giving any fucks left. I just started throwing every single one went in the cup. And then Rick, Rick just can't hit shit. And this is, all right, f- thanks a lot, Rick. And now I'm drinking God damn more. it, Rick. And then, like, things became a lot more blurry right after that. <laughs> a lot more blurry. Like, I think, uh, I think I was, like, I talked to people that I have no idea. Like, I'm pretty sure I asked somebody's name, like, several times. Yeah. And there's somebody, like, I'm pretty sure I may have promised them, oh, yeah, if you want to be, be on an episode of Perilous Forays, the uh, Tip Top Travels. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we talked to a guy about that. Yeah. I have no fucking idea who that guy was. Ah, that's okay. Uh, we, we did talk, though. Uh, Matt, Matt and I did uh, the other night. We want to make that an annual thing, I think. Like yeah. the BNS end of summer kegger. So, any listeners who are in the area or whatnot, uh, keep in mind that next year around Labor Day, BNS will be throwing some free booze around. Yeah. So, make sure you check that out. Yeah. All right. All I'll right. So, mind. Carlos is going to get the uh, get the beer. And I'm going to talk about something. Hang on. We're going to figure something out here real quick. I don't know. What do you guys think of Apple? So my thing is, I really like Apple, and I know we talked about this a little bit. Um, I like my iPhone, kind of. My big thing with it is I've already dumped so much stupid money into this iOS crap that switching to Android or Windows just isn't an option. Holy cow. Miles, stop it. Thank you. All right. And I'm just... I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, please let us know in the comments or whatnot. Oh, crap. Carlos is feeling more beer. Uh, so we have just so much. Here, Carlos, get that up. Oh, hand that one. Uh, up. Uh, uh, there we go. All right, so I'm feeling a beer w- with a different mic right now. So, <laughs> Hey, you know that Billy Joel... Yeah, you know what? This is kind of just the two of us down here with six mics. You know, we can just move around. Musical mics. So I was memorizing the uh, Billy Joel song, Piano Man, the uh, other night. Well, you don't have that memorized already? I have it completely memorized now. Perfectly. Yeah, no, but you didn't have it before. Well, I had some of the words wrong. And I learned which them words? Out. Some of them. All right. No, I want to know which ones. Well, I just did like the refrains. I didn't have them in the right spots. Like, la, la. No, no, the la la. The, yeah, that's all. That part was fine. I just didn't have the refrains. Like he doesn't always go to the. Uh. <laughs> Carlos just tried to shove the microphone in his mouth. <laughs> I needed it to stay in one fucking spot. And I, just, I was I, like, oh, no, the beer's filling up. I don't know what to do. I can't keep talking. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I've been, like, trying to memorize a bunch of songs this week. Because there's a bunch of songs, and I just don't have the lyrics memorized. And I've learned, I've got, like, five are songs. You, are you going to do karaoke? or No. I, 
I figure I should know the words to fu- some of these fucking songs. Okay, so Piano Man's one. Oh yeah. Uh, I also have... no. Well, no. I, I'm curious what what verses oh, you didn't. Oh have yeah. Done. Oh uh, no, I had like the general, the, like the main like uh, lines that he goes through. I had those down. It's just like because there's certain uh, like he does la 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 like the, that part. He doesn't do that between every break. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do like the Piano Man part is only like. Uh, Three times. Yep. It's, so, yeah, it's, I just didn't have those breaks down, really. But that one was an easy one. Okay, so it was just the breaks. Right. Hotel California, I have every word down for that oh, one. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is like a 30-minute song. Oh, it's five minutes, and a lot of it is just guitars. Yeah. Like, granted, some of those words are kind of confusing, like Mer- a Mercedes Benz. Not like Benz as in the car, like B- B-E-N-D-S. Like, what? Wait, how is that different than Benz? I don't know. No, why? why maybe she. He's... Maybe he's singing about her curves. I'm assuming. Not an. Oh, it's pop. a. It's a lady named Mercedes. No, I don't think her name's is. I don't think her name's uh, Mercedes. Because he also says uh, Tiffany. Because, uh, but yeah, I, I. I don't know. The song's kind of confusing, as far as that goes. Uh, I didn't bother going through. I've read about the uh, like a uh, possible what could possibly mean, but I figure ignore that stuff. Okay. I've also memorized uh, Major Tom from uh, uh, Coming Home from uh, No, actually oh. that's Space Oddity. This is the Peter Schilling song. He sung it in German in uh, German first. Okay, and then he did Major Tom. So I got that memorized. Uh, also, I did do a David Bowie song. I memorized uh, uh, the Man Who Sold the World. You know, Carlos. Sometimes I wonder, man, what the fuck does Carlos do all day? And then I hear shit like this, and I'm still like, what the. F- Fuck! Does Carlos do all day? <laughs> oh no, this is all while well, I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I I don't really have anything better to do, so I'm gonna memorize some random song. I don't plan on singing karaoke or anything. These just seem like things I need to have memorized. I thought about trying to learn uh, "Losing My Religion," but I looked at the lyrics and like they're nothing like I thought they were. So I did. I decided to skip that one for now. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah, I was gonna say that, uh, like you know, in Piano Man, there's a uh, a uh, a line where he goes like, uh, "The piano sounds like a carnival, and, and the microphone smells like a beer." I was gonna say that our microphones probably literally smell like beers. Yeah, they kind of they well they smell like beer breath. Yeah, which is pretty nasty. Well, uh, maybe maybe they smell like beer. Well, I don't know. no. Uh, one of the things I want to do is I want to get some new foam things for these. Yeah. Because we've had the same ones for three years. We probably need new ones. I keep, and sometimes I drop them on the floor, and, like, we have the uh, <coughs> dead dog hair that's still... Well, and, like, so I'll have to pop the, the fuzzy things off and then pop the dents out of the metal microphone covers <laughs> every once in a while. Oh, you think you have to get new covers for them, too, or uh think they're fine? No, no, those are fine. I just have to push the dents out of them because somebody, Matt, keeps dropping them on the floor. Well, I, I'm not Matt. I dropped some of them on the floor. I know. I would. Well, Carlos, I was just gonna blame it all on Matt. Yeah, I, I don't. And then wanna, you just had I can't to take let responsibility. Take, I don't want Carlos. Eat your gummy worms. I can't let Matt take all the responsibility for that. No, as far as for spilling beer on the table, dear God, he gets all the responsibility for that. It's insane. You know what? He was doing really well up until like a month ago. I mean, we joke about it, but my God, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't hand it back. I don't need more. Well, you will later, but... Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, hey, there's a whole... All right. Wait, it's all a... on here. Now I don't have to... Oh, I get one of my own 
I get my own bottle because we drank. This is our second bottle we're on now. <sighs> yeah. All right. So yeah, we've we've already had one of this, and uh, I'll tell you what Doug's score was at the end because he gave us a score. I have the one that has the beer in it. Yes, you do. I just wanted to read it, though it's hard because it's very bright, and so like things kept shining off of this. You know what would have saved us last time is if I had the video going, I could have pulled the audio from that, but yeah. I turned it off because the the extension cord for that one died, and so I had to order Wait, a new how one. How does an extension cord die? I don't know. It died. Wait, it wasn't working. You mean like a USB cord or something? Yeah, or? USB extension cord. How does... I don't get it. Like it's it, just... wasn't, it wasn't being recognized by the PC anymore. Weird. I know. I know. It was five bucks on Amazon for a new one, so I just... My God. I it'll be here on Tuesday. I spent too much money on Amazon. Me too. I was like, oh, it's $5. I haven't buying comics off uh, Amazon. Carlos, I bought a new uh, USB, or not <laughs> USB. I bought a new uh, wireless card. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I wanted a wireless end card because uh, instead of. Uh, Wait a second. When you order this, were you drunk? No. All right. It, instead of 150 megabits per second, it's 300 megabits per second, so I wanted the faster transfer speeds. Yeah. Uh, it was like 30 bucks. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then I look around, and we now have three. Uh, wireless. Uh, other other than in my machine, we have three wireless cards just yeah, laying around now. There's one in my computer. I, I no, it's over there now. Oh, it, all right. <laughs> it, I, it was not being used anyways. Yep. But yeah, I I have to. I'm almost tempted. I'm sure that you've probably have you already gutted my computer for parts for fixing other stuff. I tried to fix it for that one. Yeah, because uh, I was thinking about putting Diablo three on, and I'm like, nope, I can't go. Like, uh, I'm sure it doesn't have all the, the stuff because I had to. Uh, no, the problem. I had to put a fan by it in order for no, it to run. No, the motherboard on that one is busted. Uh, on mine? Yeah. Oh, the. Uh, no, on that one, like, oh. I, it has to be the motherboard with temp control because it just it keeps crashing yeah, and it for does. no reason. What you mean the? Oh, is that why you're using a laptop right now? Yeah. Even after all the like, even after all that. Yeah. So I technically have zero computers that aren't my laptop right now. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, you can have that one. No, no, I gotta. I have to build a new computer. We'll and we'll talk after this. But and yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll help you part out a new computer. That's anyway. not until later in the year. But oh, I was talking about going to talk about something. It's We're going to talk about this beer. Well, there's something else. I slipped my mind. Can we talk about it after the beer? Because yeah. I really want to try this beer yeah. again. I'm very excited. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so this beer is from Three Sheeps. It's part of their Nimble Lips Noble Tongue series. It's called Paid Time Off. Uh, and the description for this beer, <laughs> I've been I've been yelled at for being too loud, and so I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not too loud here right now. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> it's called Paid Time Off. We love our jobs, and as we say at the brewery, on our worst day, we still get to make beer. Still, we can't help but look forward to those days of paid time off. Not only do we get to relax, but we get paid to do so. With this beer, uh, coconut, chocolate, and walnuts add a decadent edge to our Imperial Black Wheat, which just screams, I deserve this. Treat yourself to PTO and enjoy this beer warmer for more maximum flavor. Now, this is from uh, Three Sheeps, and they also did the uh, the Squid Ink beer, right? They did the Squid Ink. They have really cool... 
Water Slides IPA. What was the other? We had to have done another uh, Nibble Lips uh, one. Of we theirs. did a sour that they did uh, that was Oak Spiraled. We've done a few of them. I don't remember on. the sour at all. Uh, I can look it up real quick. I mean, granted, it's only been like the last year that I've actually been drinking sours, though. So yeah. Well, well uh, we we did an interview with three, three Sheeps that I highly recommend that you guys check out. We did. Yes. Uh, Grant is the head brewer slash owner over there, and he's really cool. And this uh, Nimble Lung, Nim, Nimble Lips Noble Tongue series is him just kind of taking it and having fun. I need to find their Okie Dokie somewhere. Oh, that's really cool that we did had an interview yep. with them. Yeah. Uh, so, boop. Oops. Boop. All right. Yeah, yeah. So we have the. Uh, they did a double IPA, which I don't think we've had. Uh, we had their Fresh Hop Harvest Ale, which is Volume Four. Um, and then we had the Squid Ink, which is Volume Three. That was a definitely a very interesting beer. Yep. And then Volume Two is Ale. Uh, with natural flavor and aged in oak spirals, which is their Brett beer. Do you know if they ever plan on going revisiting any of these beers? Um, I don't know. You could still find them around. Uh, Squid Ink, uh, I know uh, Divine still has a decent supply of it oh, wow. because people saw Squid Ink and didn't buy it. <laughs> and it still holds up. Oh, yeah. If I'm being completely honest. Uh, what kind of beer was the Squid Ink? It beer? was an IPA. All right. And it it's held up really well for an IPA. I think the squid ink adds some the just just the salinity. It's kind of like a goza almost, but nowhere near as salty. I don't if I ha, if I bought another bottle of that though because it's been sitting for a while, I would kind of want to take like a long stir stick and just mix up some of the ink a little because it, ah, it, it stays even, pretty no, mixed no, up. Even though like even fresh though, like there's there you had quite a large you, you had globules of, on yeah. your uh, on the bottom, which of the by glass. the way is pretty cool. Oh, it's super cool, well, it, and it has like a purplish head, yeah, which is really cool. Anyway, back to this beer, Carlos. What do you think? Oh, I enjoy this one. This, uh, like the cocoa is pretty. Like, like I don't know. I don't. What are nibs even? What are cocoa nibs? Uh, they're little hunks of like chocolate. Why not just say chocolate bits? Because they're 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 not they're not sweetened chocolate. They're unsweetened chocolate. All right. Well, I do. Luckily, oh, they're unsweetened. All right. Yeah. Well, I assume since uh, sweetened chocolate is basically Hershey's, you don't want that. But yeah, you don't. So yeah, I, I you get some of the, the uh, chocolate in there. Uh, I get a little bit of the coconut in the smell, but uh, I think I get a little of because there's walnut in there too. Yep. I think I get a little bit in the f- taste. Uh, but like, uh, I, this is a very solid beer. It, you know, it, it's it's what was it ten percent? Yeah, no, this is a ten percent imperial wheat beer. Which I mean. It that, does not taste ten percent. I mean, at there's all. UV vodkas that are the same proof as this. You know, you keep you keep uh, jumping back to that, and I keep meaning to, <laughs> to look to it up. check. Yeah, <laughs> check my check my memories. Twenty five proof at the least. Like I know they at least go twenty five proof, but but this is that means that this is twenty proof, and if it's and UV vodka is pretty much disgusting. I gotta put my birthday in. I go for. I'm just saying UV vodka because that's what I drank in. Uh, in oh, college. way back when. God. Back in the college years. Back living in the shitty apartment covered with uh, cardboard boxes and, you know. Oh, God. We didn't even. T- we, all, they, right. all our listeners missed out on that whole discussion. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, they don't. Hey, only 100 calories per serving for UV blue. Yeah? That seems like a lot, actually. Well, that's one not, and a half ounces. Not bad considering it's mostly poison. It is. Yeah. It doesn't tell me an ABV. Really? Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah? Did you find it? 
It's 30% alcohol by volume. 15 proof. Which is, uh, yeah, so, no, 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 no that's no. 60 proof. Wait, wait, is that UV vodka, period? No, that's UV blue. It's 30, oh. 30 ABV. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've been wrong. Then. You have been so fucking wrong. I, you know, it's been a while, and I don't want to ever taste UV uh, vodka ever again. So that's my excuse. Carlos, for your birthday this year, I'm going to get you a thing of UV blue, and we're going to do shitty UV blue martinis. It would be better if I actually, if instead of you buying uh, booze, I actually tapped into one of my bottles of uh, tequila I have. No, because then I have to drink tequila. Ugh. That doesn't end any. I, that doesn't we- end well for anybody. Those are maybe good bottles of tequila. No, they're good bottles of tequila, but I just can't do tequila. That have been sitting on top of the fridge for at least a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Well, that doesn't matter. It's tequila. Once it's out of the oh, barrel, it's yeah. fine. Anyway, uh, my tasting notes on this beer. Hang on. All right, big, big uh, chocolate uh, with a hint of coconut in the nose. Um, and then when you taste it, you get a lot of the chocolate. Yeah. Uh, and then on the back end, I get a uh, almost like a toasted coconut, uh, just some sort of nutty character on the back of the end. Or on the back end. Yeah. Um, and I, I love it. And then it finishes clean. Like, it doesn't linger like a lot of big beers do. It, it makes you, you're like, oh, man, this is really good. Let's have another sip and another sip. And another sip. And next thing you know, you've done two different shows. And, and you're on your second bottle. And you're on your second bottle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it actually does leave some uh, cho- chocolate, coconut uh, taste on your uh, tongue after your, uh, after your drink. I get, I get, like, just this big nut flavor. It has to be the walnut. And I'm curious to see how they added the walnut. Um, I would email him. But last time I emailed Grant about a beer was the, uh, the Squid Ink one. Yeah. And I said, hey, when did you add the squid ink? How much did you add? And he's like, well, that's what it, That's what the fun of being a home brewer is. You can figure out yourself. But squid ink is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me how much and when. You could maybe use regular pen ink? No, Carlos, you can't use just pen ink. Why not? Because you don't write with squid ink. You Have you ever tasted pen ink? No. You want to? I mean, break a pen. Well, uh, you can lick like, it. Do you have experience? Does it, do you know anything how it tastes? No. Well, you don't know then, do you? No, Carlos. It could break be this fine. and lick it. <laughs> I'm not gonna break a pen. I mean, I, I've licked the end of uh, pens because the ball gets stuck, and you gotta really? lick it and make. No, it that's go. bullshit. You gotta let gravity do its work, and also run it along your finger. Oh, and if that doesn't work, people lied to me. Then away. I've been licking pens for years. Oh, God, yeah. People have been fucking lying to you. That's not how it fucking works. If it's ballpoint, you should be able to run along your finger and let gravity do most of the work. But I licked it. Yeah, you you really should stop listening to people. Oh, okay. Don't lick, don't lick pens. Guys, if you don't take anything else away from this podcast, you need to take these two things. One, Doug Kahlberg is an amazing human being who is very nice to stick around for a second interview. <laughs> Two, don't lick pens. And three, make sure that you're actually recording correctly. Of course, in this case, it's not our fault. It is com- all our equipment's it fault. Is, yeah, no, it's, yeah, no, never blame yourself. Blame the equipment. There have been times where it's been our fault, probably our earlier episodes. Did you see what their uh, their bottle cap says? 
Does it say three sheeps? No, it says bat. Ah, I see that. <laughs> God damn it, three sheeps. You're so cool. But yeah, so I guess we have to rate this beer, right? We have to rate this beer. Luckily, I remember what Doug rated this beer, because he was here the first time around, and he rated the beer. He did. But I'm going with an 8.5. I think it's a very solid beer. It's it's strong. Granted, any like really strong beers, I find I kind of like I don't want to chill. We've like, been going for forty minutes, which is good that yeah. we we're trying to. But yeah, so like I I kind of want to I don't know. It kind of makes me like wince when I drink like higher proof beers, even if it doesn't even taste alcoholic. It just I don't know something must trigger something. But yeah, it uh, but yeah, it's good. It's it's the flushness of your like it it burnt like there's some heat going down yeah. and then like your face gets warm and tingly and you're like <laughs> like the, there's the flavor's fantastic it's not doesn't have this doesn't leave this alcoholic taste in your mouth it's it doesn't smell alcoholic like it's got a you know it hides the booze oh very my god it's well. got you can really smell that chocolate and the uh, coconut not really uh, it smells like cake yeah I would not say or that. pudding. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely puddings that smell worse than this. I didn't say it smelled better <laughs> or worse than any pudding. I said it smells like pudding. But yeah, uh, I would give this an eight point five. Uh, when Doug was on, he gave it an eight. He I did give that. it an eight. Do you remember why? No. Uh, because of the sessionability. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Doug really likes sessionable beers. He yeah. wants to have a couple. Uh, he he gave an anecdote story about when him and Phil were hanging out together. And they were they both had two beers and they're like, Whoa. I'm feeling pretty drunk. <laughs> and so was Phil. And they uh they were drinking a uh eight and a half percent beer <laughs> and they didn't realize it. And then we talked about uh and then I shared this anecdote, which I may have shared shared on the show, but I'm gonna share it now anyway. So uh Rick and I were out the other uh Oh man, this was a year ago, Christmas time. Oh yeah, and uh, with uh, with Jacob Beebe, right. uh, my friend Jake from school, and Jake was like, "Hey, I'm gonna buy a pitcher," and we're like, "All right, yeah, that makes sense. Let's do that." And we were just gonna trade pitchers, and Jake came back with a pitcher, and we're about halfway through it, and we're all feeling we're feeling pretty buzz, more buzz than we should after a pitcher of beer, and we're like, "Jake, what what did you get?" Because we couldn't really place the flavor, yeah. but it was good, so we weren't complaining. And he's like, oh, I got uh, Rush River's Winter Warmer, which is an 85 9% beer. Not a great way to start the night at the bar. I mean, unless you want to get trashed, because then the the running thing of the night was, oh, we just want pictures of Winter Warmer. And so <laughs> we just got pictures of Winter Warmer all Wait, night. Speaking of Rush, aren't they getting rid of the Winter Warmer? That's the rumor I heard. I haven't right. uh, validated that yet. Or right. co- collabor- corroborated? What's the Collaborated? Cor- no. no, corroborated. Corroborated that yeah. yet uh, with a brewer from there. Right. Uh, that's my. That's one of my goals for the winter to figure that out. Yeah. I, I got to go talk to those guys. I've been trying to set up an interview with those guys for the longest time. Since day one, I wanted to have them on the show. Yeah, that's true. So... Uh, but yeah, uh, we have some in the fridge though. Yeah, uh, some year old Wait, stuff. Do we still have it left? I thought it was drunk. I, no, uh, we got a whole uh, case of it. Ah, that I, and Uber Alt. 
I could have sworn that we dr- had drunk it all at some point in time. No, uh, Matt brought three cases, three or four cases of it to Kelsey's. Ah. Of just old Rush River. And oh, that's, so right. I, that's where I remember talking about Rush River. Yep, and so I saved some of the stuff that I figured would be good for the studio, i.e. me, and then we have it over there. Yeah, I had beer that day. I forgot. Yep. I forget, like, because it was so recent and I had so much beer the last couple of weekends. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been a heavy drinking month. Wait, what is your rating on this beer, though? I was getting there. All right. I, I, no, th- this this <laughs> is what happened the first recording, is I had to wait 10 minutes to give my rating, and so I wanted to wait. All right. All right. Anyway, my rating on this beer is a 9. It's a very solid 9. Uh, again, my rating is slightly biased because I love everything that Three Sheeps is doing. Um, you know how... Uh, was it? Uh, oh shit! What's that brewery? Sam Calione, Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head says they do off-centered ales for off-centered people, and they do a bunch of weird shit. That is, you could not give me the name and got anything in response. I'm so bad with names. I know, I know. Anyway, uh, Dogfish Head says that they do like a bunch of weird beers for whatnot. I think Three Sheeps does weirder beers that pay off better. Um, they don't. They don't really have a pale ale. Um, one of their flagships is a like a dark wheat beer. They have an IPA. Um, the Rebel Kent is an English wheat. Do they I, really not have a pale ale? They don't. Hang on, I have their I had their thing up. And there's beer. I do agree with you that their uh, their weird ones definitely do. Yeah, no. So so their their uh, their year round lineup is the Rebel Kent Amber. Really cool water slides IPA, bad boy black wheat, uh, the cashmere hammer, and seven legged cartwheel. Seven legged cartwheel is actually really good. That's a hundred percent Brett fermented IPA, which we had at Patty's one day, and I was really confused because they said it in front of me, and I didn't like it at first, and then I realized it was Brett fermented, and then I retasted it, and I'm like, oh. Don't rem- I don't remember much of the beers I drink at uh, Patty's. Uh, cash- cashmere Hammer is just a stout, a, a, like a chocolate stout. I generally remember the food I have at Patty's yep. more. Yeah, no, they but they but they don't have an IPA uh, or a pale ale is yeah. one of their their mains, and so they're they're very different that way. And their Nimble Lips Noble Tongue series is one of the most intriguing one-off series that I've tried. And I, I gotta admit, with I gotta agree with you that a Dogfish Head can be hit or miss. Like there are mostly are miss, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I there's a bunch of them that aren't that great. I mean, would you have drank Midas Touch if it wasn't so cheap? <laughs> oh God, that was, that was a great time. Buying Midas Touch and like to taste of the show, and like, oh, this is all right. And like, and they're like, oh, and they're like, oh, it's only like six bucks a four pack. All right, for like a lot of alcohol. It was eleven percent beer. <laughs> oh, I had so much of it. <laughs> uh, probably not. Yeah. So I I will say, uh, beer for beer, I think Three Sheeps is yeah. more interesting than yeah. they are. I gotta agree. And not a lot of people agree with me. I'll, I mean, I'll throw that out. Well, I think I may enjoy more Dogfish Head once than you do a little bit. But uh, just There's a, a lot bit. of disappointment. But I do have to agree that I, I kind of enjoy every single Three Sheeps. Yeah. 
unless somebody wants to go back through some of the older episodes, and if they find a time where I say that, you know, this three ship three sheep spear tastes like crap. I don't think, and I don't I'll, think I'll, that. I'll put a T-shirt on the line if you can find one where Carlos said that this three sheep spear is crap. Yeah, I, I will give you a free T-shirt. First I, person only. I kind of guarantee I don't say those exact words. Exactly. I would definitely give. I don't. There's so I'd, many loopholes there. I'll get out of it. I I'm very unlikely to give anything below a five as it is, and as, I'm pretty sure I definitely give anything that. Was well, no, and we actually talked about this uh, with Doug, our least favorite beers, and I want to touch on that again because right. I thought that was uh, kind of fun to go back to. Um, so number one on our most remembered least favorites was the uh, Im- hard hard root beer from Sprecher. Yeah, the Sprecher hard root beer was just no you boy. See, now. I don't have much. Uh, like that was a one <clears throat> recommended for Miles. I don't have much. Yeah, beer Miles. Now. Jeez, you're interrupting my show, and you give me a bad recommendation. No, but I. Uh, it was the. Uh, the Hanukkah one, the uh, Sweet 16. Oh, 16 malts, 16 hops, oh, 16%. I remember that one being horrible, and we managed to pawn that off on a ben. very lucky uh, listener named Ben. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Hey, he's going to be at RenFest this oh, year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he said maybe. Maybe? Yeah. He's going to miss out on a year? I don't think so. He missed out last year. Oh, he did? I don't think he was there last year. I mean, he might have been. I don't know. No, you guys he was, will hear. He was, no, he was there last year. Yeah, he was. All right. Well, and now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. That's me. All right, guys. We got some news stories to go through because those are always important. And and we are just plowing through this here. Flying through at a slow pace or a fast pace? Super slow pace. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a ridiculous... How did I end up on YouTube? Where are my show notes? <laughs> Carlos, what did you do? <laughs> Why are you on YouTube? I don't know. <laughs> Pay attention when I'm talking. <laughs> uh, the best or worst mom ever is an English woman named Nicola Austin. <laughs> Nicola's daughter was turning 18, and she was going to throw... her. Her the best party ever. So she ordered a limo to take her her daughter and her friends to London for the weekend, which is cool, but not cool enough for Nicola. Uh, she also got them 12 bags of cocaine because that's how you show them a good time. Well, you know, as you do. Uh, Nicola was then promptly arrested after police stopped by to check on her because of her six previous convictions for possession. Wait, uh, you mean that, so they just caught her just because she was... Uh had previous convictions. Yeah, just because she... Oh, there... Oh, man, that's so much better. I don't feel muffled now. Yeah. Oh, that's so much greater. Well, no, I sound quieter. I can turn you up. Well, then everybody's going to be complaining that we're both really loud. Yeah, well, I don't care. I sound crisper and clearer. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. I, I was feeling like I was underwater the entire episode. You were. It was like you were drowning. In beer. Yeah. All right. That's how you want to go, right? No, I've seen beer what? beer fest. That's not a great way to go at all. <laughs> that happened, didn't it? I love that movie. I re- don't recall that whole. Movie. Oh man, it's so good. But yeah. When is Super Troopers two coming out? Is that happening? They had the Kickstarter. <gasps> oh my god! How did you miss that? Be- I don't know. I somehow miss a lot of things. You do. Yeah. 
pussy. Um, anyway, uh, the cops found the coke, arrested Nicola, and confiscated the cocaine, even though it was for her daughter's birthday. So we all know here that the real villains were the cops for not allowing the daughters to have the coke. Now, wait a second. Well, she she could have just been saying it was for her daughter's birthday. No, they were for her daughter. Okay. How much? How much cocaine? She was it? a meth addict, and so she gave the cocaine uh, no, to her daughter. How much cocaine was it? Six bags, twelve bags. She could have been a fucking dealer. That could have been her fucking excuse. Yeah, twelve bags. She could have been trying to sell. What a shitty excuse! You get your kid all excited. Hey, for your birthday, you're gonna get some coke. You want that limo, you better fucking say that this cocaine is yours. <laughs> <laughs> How, like, all right, 18-year-old us, we're pretty lame. Yeah. Like, straight edge, whatnot. One of our parents gives us 12 fucking bags of cocaine and a limo. What do we do with that? See if I can sell the cocaine to somebody else. Yeah, then, I, I, no, Carlos. Then you go to then you go to prison. I want somebody who would give me. I, I oh no, I'll, I'll give. The, I only want to like twenty five percent. No, Carlos. You go to prison for selling cocaine. I find a middleman to sell it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because I don't want to sell it myself. I want to find a middleman first. <laughs> I think we try to do the cocaine, but we don't really know how to do the cocaine. And so we start watching, like, Scarface and shit. I don't know. I don't think I'd do cocaine at the time. It's just... At the time. Good save. Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> One time, damn it. <laughs> and that was enough. Well, I, I had a cold, so it did absolutely nothing for me. What a shitty cold. I know. Or maybe a really good cold. Or I was really drunk. It was a combination of the two. Yeah, I, well, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know how on a long pu- uh, on a long flight, you have three or four beers, and then you really have to pee right as the seatbelt light turns on? No, not really. Wait. I have to take your word for it. Okay. Well, I, I've never, I haven't been on a flight since I turned 21. Okay, well, that shit happens to me every time I fly. It's kind of the worst. In fact, one time I got up and went to the bathroom anyway, and the stewardess yelled at me. Wait. I'm like, I have to pay. What if you're in the restroom and then the light goes on? You better not. You better be on your way back to your seat then. Or they'll yell at you. What if you're pooping? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe they have a seatbelt on the toilet. I've never looked. <laughs> you should look for next time. <laughs> right? Well, 27-year-old Jeff Rubin found a solution. Just pee on everyone. Apparently, Jeff had fallen asleep during his flight from Anchorage to Portland, and when they were landing, he woke up and had to pee. But he wasn't allowed to get out of his seat. So he stood up anyway and started peeing through the crack between the seats in front of him. As you do. Then he lost his balance and just started spraying urine all over the cabin. As you do. (laughs) Jeff then spent five hours in jail and faces criminal mischief and offensive littering charges. Stop trying to give me this beer. I don't want to drink. I could drink all of it. I could. <laughs> I I don't know. I have. I don't have too much aptitude now. Right. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this because can you imagine? So you're sitting, enjoying your uh, your extended legroom because 
let's be honest. Who doesn't pay the $15, $20 upcharge for the exit row? If if it's still available, do you pay it? I would probably pay it if I could have some yeah. leg room. And uh, when we flew Delta, it was like 40 bucks for the preferred seating, which was more leg room and free beer. Like I got to tell you, like uh, when you're 6'2", leg room is everything. I I I fly with I only fly with people who are taller than me. Yeah. Which is by design because then I get leg room. Are you short? Is everybody or is everybody you know taller than you? Well, it might be that one. I I don't actually know. <laughs> I'm not a good judge of this. Like I assume that everybody's like all right, everybody's regular size, and I just assume that like maybe everybody like everybody whose normal eye height goes to everybody's forehead height. No, I well no I'm 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 then, five nine. But if anybody's taller than me, it's like, holy shit, it's a fucking colossus. <laughs> you're not wrong. What are you, 6'2"? Yeah. You're 6'2"? Okay, yeah, no, you're not wrong. People taller than you are fucking insane. They shouldn't be that tall. Hell, you shouldn't be that tall. How's the air up there, Look, Cyclops? 6'3 is like you're, you should not be that, it's, you should not be that tall. It's no. human. Yeah, no. I have, uh... 6'2 is the human height cut off. I have, I have cousins who are pushing 7'. Yeah, that's kind of insane. It is insane. And, like, they're big dudes. They pick up cows. Why would you want to pick up a cow? Because they need to move him from one spot to another, and it's apparently faster to just pick up the cow and move him than to move the cow. Your family's insane. <laughs> they're also a little bit racist. but <laughs> Also probably drunk. Oh, yeah, no, I the drunkest I've ever been was with that family. Yeah? Wait, drunkest you've ever been? The drunkest I have ever been. That that can't be true. You had to have been drunker at other points in time. No, they wouldn't let me stop. Oh. They were facilitators. Oh. All right. Yeah. It was insane. Anyway, not not the discussion that we're having oh, right now. No, we're talking about cows. We're right? talking No, we're not <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Doug is gonna get like halfway through this shit and he's gonna be like, ah, god damn it. <laughs> We were having such a good episode, and then I left. And then the cows happened. <laughs> all right. Uh, bigoted uh, crazy lady Kim Davis has been all over the news lately after she refused to issue a marriage license to a gay couple and was then incarcerated after she was found in contempt of court. She then got a really cool rally outside of the jail uh, when she was released and got her 15 minutes of fame. But when she got home, she had a lovely billboard waiting for her, paid by the Planting Peace Organization. The billboard has a picture of a cow and three goats and says, Dear Kim, the fact that you can't sell your daughter for three goats and a cow means that we've already defi- redefined marriage. I find this goddamn brilliant. I wonder if she's going to lose her job over that. She already lost her job. Oh, sorry. Not a big deal. The, oh, oh, I wasn't worried over that. Just, do you know how much she was being paid as a county clerk? I bet a lot. How much? Take a guess. Seventy grand. Eighty thousand dollars a year. Oh, wow. For a county clerk. Wow. Yeah. I want to become a county clerk. You don't. Apparently, you don't need anything. Uh, you like any like thing at all. You just got to be elected. Oh, actually, I I would just probably let everybody uh let everything pass by. No, Carlos, you know what a county clerk does? Stamps documents. Yeah, just fucking rubber stamp shit going across the desk. I would do that on every document. I don't care what it was. Yeah, all you got to do is sign shit all day long. I could do that. 
for $80,000 a year. Well, I could probably do it in the first 45 minutes. The rest of the day would be on the internet. Yeah. But yeah. Doesn't matter. $80,000 a year signing shit. Or I could have an intern read it over first. You know, and she has deputies that are authorized to give her signature <laughs> on certain documents. Wow. So you only see half of the documents. That sounds great. Yeah, and full benefits. I want that job. We will help you get hired as a county clerk. I don't know if an endorsement from Blondie Studios will help me. <laughs> Can't hurt. Well, yeah, well. that's that's what I was going for. <laughs> is that yeah, it would hurt. Now we're a thriving local business. Define thriving. Okay. Do you mean uh, like wa- like squirming around like a worm? Yes. All right. I don't. If we ever get enough to uh, to buy our own building. Or, like, at least rent a place. I bet the mayor would stop by and shake my hand. Yeah? Yeah. And then... You're going to make that bet, huh? Yeah, I will, actually. I will make that bet right now. If we ever have a facility that we are paying rent on... And a mayor. And a mayor. No, wait. The mayor from the same town, right? From the same town. All right. Will stop by and shake my hand. All right. What are we betting? I don't know. No, Carlos. I would be fucking impressed if that happened because, all right, let's be honest. Mayors of towns, not really impressive at all. Unless you're like a fucking giant city. But at the same time, having a place that we're laying rent on and the mayor comes by to shake your hand, that's not bad. Especially if I'm the mayor. Granted, I care more about the place than the fact that it's a mayor. I've been working on my self-handshake. Yeah? Yep. Why would you... Yourself handshake? Yeah, I'm going to be the mayor. Why would you fucking work on that? Because I want to be the mayor. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Why not? I'd vote against you. Why would you vote against me? You could be my deputy mayor. Do I, get, I get to appoint that. Do deputy mayor... Uh, they get a yeah. paycheck. Yes, then I will vote for you. <laughs> and this is how I'm going to get my mayorhood. I'm just going to promise all these positions away. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> It's not like there's, a, uh, there's not that many positions, but there's also that, not that many votes you need. Exactly. Yeah. No, there's a lot of positions. Like what? There's all the city council positions. There's uh, all the superintendent, like school superintendent, deputy school oh, superintendent. Oh, the one that makes sure that all the kids don't uh, screw around at recess, right? Yep, that's the one. Like dig tunnels and like build elaborate caverns. No, 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 no. That's the wrong, no, no. That's the principal. That's Principal Skinner. He's the one who did that. And then he had. I was uh, thinking recess. Or oh, who is the principal in recess? I don't know. God damn it! I know there's the lunch lady who is horrible. Mrs. Uh, Finch? No. Finch. Yeah, that sounds. Was right. it Mrs. Finch? And there was She's Randall a- Weems, the snitch. Yes, I remember. And then T.J. Detweiler was the cool one. He had his hat on backwards. Yeah, because you know you're cool if you have a red hat that's on backwards. And he was kind of pudgy. I really identified with T.J. TJ was full of shit. Again, that's why I really <laughs> identified with TJ. <laughs> I did not identify with any of like the diggers. No, I don't identify. Did you them. identify with the diggers? No, I don't. Too bad. You identified awesome. with the pale kids. The who? The pale kids. The kids who stayed inside on recess and played D&D. Was that an option? Yes. <laughs> My God, yeah, I would definitely identify with that. Yeah, no, guys. there was an entire episode where uh, TJ uh, befriended the Pale Kids because he broke his clavicle. And so he had to stay inside with the Pale Kids, and then he became a level, like, 15 dungeon master. Oh, wow. 
and then he took them to the comic book store. And they didn't know about the comic store, which was a stretch of the imagination because yeah, the Pale Kids definitely knew about the comic. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I think they're back. The Pale Kids took TJ to the comic All book right. store. Because I was going to say, look, they had been being, like, when they are saying that they'd never been there, they had been being facetious. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Uh, they, they brought TJ there so he could pick out his, uh, his uh, they, he could pick out any Senior Fusion comic that they wanted. That sounds awesome. But, yeah, uh. That actually sounds great. I'd go. I would have gone with identifying with them if I had actually played D and D at all in high school, middle school, or elementary you, school. We we never actually did play D and D in high school, did we? No, we played Star Wars. Yeah, that's nerdier. Is it? Yes. Though I've heard a lot of people say that Star Wars D twenty was better than D and D three. Three maybe three point five, not so much. I don't know. I think it might be. I don't know three point five. Had a lot more going for it than three. Okay, so I'm on the recesses uh, Wikipedia page because I need to know this uh, this this guy's name, and I can't find. Oh, I think it's like the cast list. Think... Oh, there it is, cast. Hang on. We got oh Spinelli, uh, Prickly, Principal Prickly. Spinelli is my favorite of the whole show, just because of the fact that. She's basically uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, she is! Holy shit, she is! Except she doesn't die every episode. She's uh, voiced by Pamela Seagal. Yeah. But yeah, it's Michelle Rodriguez. Right there. That's basically... Yeah. Um... That was a fun show. I never saw the movie, and I never planned watching it. I have it. I plan on never watching it. Why? It was really good. I liked the movie. I I don't need to watch it. You do. No, I don't. I also downloaded the entire series and watched it. I'm sure you did. Not I have really a problem. Surprised. Really, the biggest problem is the fact that you watch Boy Meets World multiple times. Once a year, Casey. Once a fucking year? Really? <laughs> hey, to be fair, I have not watched it yet this year. What's oh wow that's pretty oh yeah because you've been watching Girl Meets World yeah. that's right <laughs> you've been getting your you've been getting a fresh fix this year yeah they came out with a new heroin <laughs> <laughs> you have a problem you have a problem if they ever come out with a uh, with a new Sabrina I. I don't know what TJF shows I watch you might not be able to go outside. I know. Because you'd be just pitching, just a. <laughs> First of all, Sabrina, like they are the worst people in the world. Oh, absolutely. All the witches, just the worst. Oh, okay. Speaking of Sabrina, they have a new Sabrina comic. Really? Oh no, no. Because, well, it's been going on for ages in the Archie comics. They they've been having. Yeah. So they went super fucking dark. Like it's real, actual fucking crazy witchcraft in there, and it looks fucking amazing. All right, Carlos, I got to finish the news, man. I know. (laughs) We've been, we're at like an hour 10. We should probably finish the news. I know. I'm sorry. I would love to just bullshit the rest of the time, but we have have a a 20 minute interview that we got to tag on the end of this. A much shorter uh, interview than it was before. No, it was about the same length. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we just had Doug the entire well, well, time. because we had so we, you, so we were able to insert bits. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Any, anyway, 
Uh, Keurig is not content to just serve you quickly made inferior coffee, but now they want in on the soup game. Keurig announced this week that they are partnering with Campbell's to make soup that comes paired with noodle packets. Uh, they will initially be available in homestyle chicken broth and noodle soup mix and uh, Southwest-style chicken broth and noodle soup mix. Now, if they partner with ramen, a Keurig will be the only appliance a college student will ever need. Now, I got to say right off the bat that I think that sounds cool and great. And, you know, I'm, I am love facilitating any need that makes soup easier to get. Carlos, soup is not hard to get. You have to open a can with a little pop top. Yeah. You have and then to pour it that. into a bowl and put it in the microwave for two minutes. Actually, you don't. You can just drink it right out of the can. My one problem with this is that those little Keurig things are too small. I want, like, a larger canister so I can get, like, more soup. Yeah, you could just use two Keurig things. It, can you fit two in one thing? No. Well, there you go. It'd still be it's still faster to just boil some goddamn water. Though, Carlos, if you have the Keurig thing, you can do one serving of soup at a time until you're done with soup. I don't understand. So you put one serving of soup in, and you, you fill it up, and you eat it while the other serving is going. No, I don't understand. And you the still whole, have continuous soup. I don't understand the whole being done with soup thing. You are full of soup. Still don't know what you're talking about. You, well, so you've eaten soup yes. until the point where you're like, man, I don't want to eat soup anymore. It's partially liquid. You can eat it forever. No, you cannot eat soup forever. Why not? You know how much sodium is in goddamn soup? Some. All of it. Like, it's pretty much just a salt block with water. I don't think all the sodium's in every single soup. All of it is in every single soup. Well, then there's going to be no other sodium in the rest of the fucking world, then. So, no. I think I'll be fine eating all the Carlos, fucking soup. fucking just drink your 10% beer and be happy. <laughs> I do fucking love some soup. So You do. I but, will attest to that. Carlos drinks all the goddamn soup. Yeah. I do understand that. I guess people might not think it's that great. The fact that you can just buy, you know, boxes of all sorts of, like, noodle soup, let's say, that they're offering... For, like, dirt cheap and things like that. Or cans of soup that is, oh, my God, I can eat so many cans of soup, like anything with meat in it. Oh, I could go for that right now. The cans of stew? No, Carlos, we have brats that we're going to eat. Yeah, I know. But but we've been talking for so long, I don't know if the coals are still going. They better fucking be, otherwise I'm going to do something other. You're going to start other coals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Tuesday this week, Loganitas announced that they had sold a 50% share of the company to Heineken. This means that Lagunitas is no longer considered a craft brewery, as a conglomerate owns more than 25% of them, but at 401,000 barrels, or over 12 million gallons of beer produced each year, were they really considered a small craft brewery anymore to begin with? I wonder if uh, if this 50% ownership means that they have uh, enough control that they start becoming in charge of all the distribution and everything, or... I don't know. Because uh, owner... if, if this actually changes anything, or if it just means that they're like 50% owner then? They're 50% owner, but I don't know how much uh, the previous owner, Tony McGee, uh, actually owned. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't think it was a pr- uh, publicly traded company. All right. So maybe he still maintains a large, uh, a significant portion of it. But if he has other shareholders, he doesn't own a controlling interest anymore. 
Because usually when you see things like that where the original person wants to maintain a controlling interest, you'll see, like, they just bought 49% or something like that. Yeah, I, I was just more curious along the facts that if this 50% actually means anything. I think it does. I think it's a big deal. Because, I mean, if it actually affects... Uh, wait, what? Who? What? Loganitas. <laughs> I forgot what brewer it was. But, yeah, if uh, Loganitas... Which, would... Doug hadn't had any Loganitas beers, so we should get Doug some Loganitas beers before they uh, yeah, go over they, to Heineken. They uh, do stuff, right? They do some amazing like pale what? ales and IPAs. Uh, well... Uh, one of my favorites is Loganita Sucks, yeah. which came, which first came out when they couldn't produce their uh, usual sea, uh, seasonal brown sugar. Yeah. And so they're like, well, man, we suck for not being able to make this. Oh, let's make a beer called Loganita Sucks. Yeah. That's uh, a good one. Yep. Another one of theirs is the Undercover Shutdown IPA. Zero recollection of that one. Uh, that one uh, was made when uh, after they were shut down for a couple of weeks by the DEA because apparently they were suspected of dealing out of their tap room. Where but, the business itself was, or yeah. just the workers? No, well, the workers. And why would you shut down the whole tap room just because of the workers? Well, and they said uh, Loganitas made a public statement that said nobody was selling marijuana out of the tap room, but if you had asked for it, they would have given it to you freely. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry they were shut down because of the statements. No, oh, no, the, the statement came out after they were shut right. down because that's a fantastic statement. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, apparently the cops, like, kept trying to set up sting operations and stuff, and they couldn't get anybody to actually sell them any marijuana. <laughs> they were just ke- kept giving it to them. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean they just kept giving it? Like, like actually? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, oh, my And God. then there is uh, the Lagunitas Censored IPA, which... Uh, Loganitas came out with an IPA that they wanted to call Chronic, which was shut down by the TTB. So they uh, replaced it with the name Censored, which is the Chronic label that they had drawn up with a big black Censored bar over the top. And then every year it gets smaller. So more of the Chronic is showing around the edges. (laughs) So yeah, Loganitas is a uh, a 420-friendly brewery, which... uh, McGee pointed out in his uh, press re- or in his blog that he posted along with the press release. You know, uh, we partnered with an Amsterdam wink wink group because uh, they enjoy the same things that we do. So oh. I don't know. He seemed really happy about it, but it could just be because he was paid millions of dollars. Yeah, that would make a lot of people happy, and also probably all the marijuana would also make you happy. Yes, but uh. And there it goes. All the thoughts just slipped out of my head. <laughs> well, Carlos, I have one more news story, if you can gather those thoughts. Well, I I had something important to say about it, but then it just disappeared about that subject, that, about the whole, uh, fuck. About the whole Lagunitas thing? Just all slipped out of my head. Okay. Well, I have, I have one more beer right. story. So you think on those thoughts while I read this They're story. Gone. Okay. Also this week, Miller Coors acquired a majority stake in San Diego Brewery, St. Anchor Brewing Company. No, is this the the Anchor the Anchor Brewing Company? No, no, no. no. This is St. Anchor. Right. Uh, the Anchor is up uh, in the San, Fran- San Francisco yeah. Bay Area. Yep. Um, St. Anchor will join Miller Coors uh, Craft 
and Brewing Company. Or no, Miller Coors Craft and Import Division, uh, Team and Blake, which already owns companies, uh, Blue Moon Brewing Company in Denver, and Colfax, California-based Crispin Cider Company. The two-year-old craft brewer is known for its ales, including Blonde Ale, India Pale Ale, and White Ale. St. Anchor is expects to sell over 35,000 barrels of beer in 2015. More than double last year's total, making it one of the lo- fastest-growing breweries in California. Now let's compare that to Lagunitas's 401,000. Now what was the the Anchor's one? 35,000. Right. Well, still, that's like, not that, bad. That, that just shows you how big Lagunitas is. Yeah. And if you're in the Midwest, I highly, highly recommend uh, taking the day trip or whatever it would be to Chicago and checking out the Chicago facility. No, oh, they have a Chicago facility? Yes. Uh, they did that because it was cheaper to buy a facility here uh, in the Midwest than to ship beer over the Rockies. Well, they do sell a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. So. And the Chicago facility is fucking massive. The tap room they built on the second floor in the middle of the brewery. And so the patio of the tap room overlooks all of the brewing operations. Such a cool facility. Oh, it's like. fucking beautiful. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, you uh, went on a tour of it with uh right? with Jake. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't want to stop. I'm like, we're going to stop in Chicago and just check it out. Was and he, we did. Was and, he glad that you guys stopped? Yeah. yeah. Because he wasn't driving and every beer they fed us was over 7%. <laughs> we we went on the tour. And they gave us all of the beer samples before the tour. Oh, yeah. So we were buzzing on the tour. <laughs> That's actually a, fun, a good call. Right? Well, I I don't think I've been on an actual... Uh, no, well, I, I can't. I got to take that back. I've d- been on several Blondie Studios uh, beer tours, but not actual... Uh, you went uh, with us to the... Uh, Chippewa, uh, the, the Chippewa Valley. The yeah, I was going to count that because I was going to say like I haven't been on any besides that one. Lineys, the Lineys one, tour. where like you know it was all right, but yeah. uh, I man. will say that the uh, that the private BNS beer tours that we've gone on have been. Pretty I'm great. pretty sure I knew more about brewing back then than I do now. Really? Yeah, because I I was more involved in the brewing process back then than True. now. Well, we got to get you to brew a beer again. It's more important for me to remember my song lyrics. <laughs> Carlos, we are going to design a beer, and you're going to brew it. That's fine. You're going to do every step. All right. And I'm just going to kind of guide you along the that's way. That's fine. Because I think I think that's important. Fine. Uh, for your VP position here at BNS. I don't care. I feel like that you just need to do a beer. Whatever. You can even design it. That's fine. I want it to taste like beer. What? I want, I want it to taste like beer. No, it's not going to taste like beer. Wow, I must be a... How much beer have I had if I have problems <laughs> saying I want it to taste like beer? My God. Well, Carlos, we've been in the studio for five hours now. <laughs> uh, it's sad. <laughs> it is. We've been in the studio for five hours to record an hour and a half show. <laughs> well, we took like a half hour break to go get... Rocks and we had to get a replacement <laughs> bottle of beer to taste. <laughs> Doug, this is all your fault. Because we couldn't lie to you. We had to buy another bottle of beer. We could just say, oh, yeah, we're tasting it right now. Wink, wink. No, yeah, we can't lie to you guys, no. so we had to try it again on air. That's the only right thing to do. Well, I mean, we could lie to you, but not about this. No. We will never lie about beer. 
Anyway, uh, uh, coming up next is our exclusive interview with Doug Kahlberg, interview number four slash five. Um, just keep in mind, this is Doug's second interview of the day. And so we get to the points really fast because we already knew what the points were that we wanted to hit. <laughs> uh, so it might not be our smoothest interview, but it may be one of our drunkest. Oh, make a note that all feature interviews have to have with them have to have an apostrophe. What? For because because our apostrophe do I have the wrong symbol? I think so. The star one. What's the star one? An asterisk? An asterisk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all all future uh interviews with them have to have an asterisk for when uh that is a, it, it, he has an additional interview that's not recorded. Correct. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyway, guys, here's Doug. All right, interview attempt number two. Right, my yep. God, everybody, second time around. Everybody is poorer for not have hurting the first. Uh, the first. I time. know. Maybe I'll release it and be like, "Listen to this at your own risk," and you can hear. There's the an ultra time. dimension where it turned out fine, <laughs> and then all of us went on to become millionaires. I know. This I is know. this is an advertising for Macintosh computers. Yeah, uh, no. So, well, we'll talk about it. We, we've probably already talked about it earlier in the episode. We are tacking this onto the end because Doug has to leave, and I'm the jerk that screwed up the first interview. <laughs> <coughs> Mac. Ah, that's right. Macintosh. Damn that Mac. it, Jobs. It's it never would have happened if you hadn't died. Probably would have anyways. No, I, it, no it, I bought this Mac when Jobs was still alive, so... No, it's totally his fault for not being able to produce his life's blood into the machines that uh, keep rolling out of China. They should have been using necromancy. Well, I will say that he did say that, like, as soon as they they introduce a stylus with a tablet, they've lost it. Hmm? And what did they do this year? (laughs) Yep, the (laughs) eye pencil. And then it fucked up the recording. Pretty soon they're going to have the eye penis. The only way to pleasure your lady properly. Yeah. That's Probably. when I start drawing eye on my <laughs> penis. <laughs> like my my penis is already a cyclops. I don't. That's <laughs> why I get the little apple apple logo on the top of it. It's like just a sticker. <laughs> see, it's a it's a lick top. You have to lick it to open it. Ba-dum-tsh. All right. Well, we haven't introduced you yet on this episode, so we're here with Doug Colbert. Hello. Uh, Free Range Comics, Pandora's Box. FreeRangeComics.com. Uh, you can always, of course, find me on uh, Facebook, uh, looking for Doug Kahlberg. Uh, otherwise, look up Free Range Comics, Pandora's Box, and uh, that's a fan page. Like it, as you should. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, miracles happen when you touch the like button. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, rainbows shoot out of your ass, and uh, kittens become fantastic. I need to go hit that like button right now. Exactly. You should. I mean, you. <laughs> Wait a second. Hang on. There's kittens, too. That sounds really painful. Yeah, glitter shoot out of your nipples. Now, the rainbows come off your ass, well. right? <laughs> you said rainbows come off your ass? So you don't feel them coming off your ass, do you? They just look cool, right? It doesn't, Carlos, it's not you, painful. When, right? when does rainbows coming out of anybody's ass look cool? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never had it, seen it before. <laughs> it's it's an experience, man. You just, <laughs> you just have to like it and, and run with it. I'll have to go with that, then. So It's back. It's when they shoot back in. That's the problem. <laughs> Is a bit of a problem. Okay, so I'm just I'm I'm trying to remember what we were talking about <laughs> during the first one. 
I brought back up my notes. Yes. We came in off of a delightful news segment and an hour of just bullshitting yeah. and talking. It was a really great yeah, episode. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. You guys should be really sad that you missed it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, 10th anniversary this year of Pandora's Yes, Box. Uh, I just released, I'm going to release my uh, 10th anniversary uh, edition collection. And uh, that should be premiering at FallCon this year. It is at the printers right now. And if it doesn't show up, I will kill them. But basically, it's uh, it's like 52 pages of collected stuff that I've enjoyed doing over the years. Okay. Um, some of my really rough stuff in the beginning, um, when I was just scanning it into my HP printer scanner half at a time and piecing it together and then hoping it worked. Um, and apparently, at uh, when I first started out, my monitor was not very good and very dark. So if you go to my, my beginning comics, they're all kind of gray-looking. Um... And I did not realize that until I got a better monitor and I feel like an asshole. But I'm not going to go to George Lucas all my shit and fix it. Why not? Um, because I have more integrity than that and I'm lazy. That's what we do. I think it's more the second one than the first. You, could, uh, you can judge whatever you want to, <laughs> sir. That is fine. But uh, I I refuse to change my integrity and laziness. You don't even want to No, add I it. would totally go back and fix our earlier podcast, but I'm way too lazy to. <laughs> Guys, well, no, the last still, one you can add Jar Jar to it. You can still change both your things. You could add Hayden Christensen to your uh, comics, and we could find some sound clips and add them to some of our episodes. <laughs> sure, I'll just draw a block of wood <laughs> and add a lightsaber to it because that's all he was in those it just, movies. It, and the block of wood just has engraved into it acting. Yeah. I hate <laughs> sand. It's 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 sad that the cartoon version of that was way better than the fucking live action version of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, a- yeah. Anybody watching the Clone Wars cartoons? Those are actually what you should be going by, as opposed to the movies which blew ass. They're also canon now. Yeah, well, they should be because they were good, as opposed to the crap I watched in the theater and paid fucking money for. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So you started two thousand five. Yeah. I, what uh, was what was uh, like? Why like? What was the reason for starting Pandora's Box? Uh, well, I'd gotten enough uh, rejection letters from the big companies. And I had seen that there were other people doing web comics at the time. I'm like, well, I can do that. And then, uh, so we got uh, the website up and going. And then, since I hated my ex wife, I spent a lot of my time in my office just sort of creating cartoons instead of trying to fix that shitty marriage, which, strangely enough, it worked out, folks. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you stay with your web comic long enough, it'll get you through a crappy marriage. It'll end the crappy marriage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then you move on to a much more supportive <laughs> wife. And uh, now I've got kids, and it's just... It's a whole thing. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, I'm sure she'll hear that later on in life and then wonder why I, I despised her. But, you know, seriously, anybody having a baby trying to actually have a uh, career outside of that baby, uh, mazel tov. Because, really. Sounds holy, like a lot of work. Holy shit. It's the most work you've ever put into a life. Like, and, and, and there's... Like a dog, you feel bad. You, you know, you kind of feel bad yelling at, but a baby, I mean, I don't feel bad yelling at it at all. And then you watch her like get kind of cra- cranky and like, ah, shit, where's the Valium? <laughs> and then I worry about like you know, becoming that parent that worries on you know works on on drugs all the time. And then um, and then you admit it on a podcast, and then it becomes an investigation later on. That's okay. Nobody listens. <sighs> Everybody knows that all the vol- Valium was taken in the fifties, and there's none left. <laughs> That is not Valium you're thinking of. Uh, Cocaine was also the 50s. I wasn't talking about that either. 
but never mind. I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. I know that they took the last ludes. Never, I don't. De- never saw that movie. Oh, dude, you should. You need to see that. It's so good. good. No, it's it's the best part about the movie is nobody really gets their comeuppance. (laughs) Like it's like real life. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Guy makes lots of money, does horrible things, gets sent to prison, has a great life. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And and it it ends with like, wow, you got no, you know, bad things happening to you from doing all those awful things, and you still have all of the money. Let's applaud. (laughs) <laughs> right, America. You drove. You drove your Lamborghini to the country club while high on lewds and crashed into everything on the way back. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But you thought you did times. really well. Good times. <laughs> but yeah, so I got that coming out. I'll be at Falcon this year. Uh, that is October tenth, and it runs from uh, ten to six. Uh, feel free to show up, uh, topless ladies. Um, I'm okay with signing things and drawing on breasts. It's an interesting medium. If nothing else, uh, I am an amateur photographer, and I will take pictures of you at my table. With his cell phone. That's right. But no, it has a really good camera, guys. No, yes. Now maybe you have good, you could have one of the other TC3 people take photos for you, so that way you could free you up can, a hand. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the guys of the TC3, the Twin City Comic Collective, um, that would be nice to have them... Uh, to do those photos, but then I would be more incriminated by being in the photos with them. No, I, I um, well, no, you, you're you're not in the photo. You are uh, posing the photo. You got to make sure all the things are in the right angle. True, that is true. Um, the lights hitting everything properly. You know, the strangest the strangest part is my wife would be okay with it as long as I'm making money <laughs> off of it. <laughs> like, I, as long as I'm bringing in cash, she doesn't give a shit. Right. That's 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 that's, that's the most awesome part. I can I can literally draw porn for a living, and she wouldn't give a rat's ass as long as it's paying the bills. Um, which that's not a bad idea. Actually, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about right. it, it might even make more money. So if you're looking for someone to draw uh, pornography, I will not use my real name, but I will take cash. Cash works. Cash always. All right. Works. So we talk about uh, Falcon and Wizard World and SpringCon and all this. And you always talk with like a fondness of Falcon. Why? Yes. Uh, Falcon is awesome. It's just like SpringCon where uh, the volunteers treat you like family. Um, you know, they're willing to bend over backwards for you. They don't charge you to be there. They invite you, uh, they give you a sandwich. Sandwiches are always nice. Uh, I've, I've worked for less. You've worked for more. I mean, come on, beer is worth more than a sandwich. Well, right? beer, beer, and is this is the second interview we've gotten out of you. True, today. and I've gotten more beer because of that. So that's the best part about it. <laughs> Although I bet we could get. Yeah, no, now, now we have to pay him overtime. Damn it! What does that mean? That we get a sandwich for him too? I guess. No, that's right. going to be one of those twelve bags of coke you guys are going to talk about. <laughs> oh, so. oh. <laughs> right. Yeah, one of those twelve bags of coke that we have under the table. They're, well, they're taped underneath the table. Yeah, no. I, everyone, if you reach underneath your chair right now. You get a bag of Coke. You get a bag of Coke. You get a See, Only now, if you were hiding it there in the first place. That, that would be the only time I watched that shit show. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that'd be get, great. I still can't get enough of the gif where it's just uh, everybody, there's bees everywhere. <laughs> How did we go from Oprah <laughs> fucking Nicholas Cage. Oh no no, it was her. Just yeah, there's bees fucking oh. everywhere because there's everybody gets bees. <laughs> everybody gets bees. 
<laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I can't think of like bees without thinking about cards and human against humanity now. Because yeah. like, the one card just says bees. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer for anything. Um, for sure. So you're also working on the uh, a graphic novel, right? Yes, I am. Uh, it's called 14 Days to Die. Uh, the, the author of it is David Jensen, and uh, we've gotten together and uh, started working on We actually have some physical pages out. Um, our anchor is Jack Montgomery. He's uh, doing some fantastic things. I can't talk about the projects he's working on right now, but they are uh, of a higher publisher sort that's coming out uh, hopefully sometime soon. Um, so he's actually really fantastic. But um, uh, the idea for it is essentially what would happen if uh, you knew you had 14 days left to live. And it was somebody else's fault. And, uh, and so, you knew who that person was? Yes, and you knew who that person was. And you watched The Expendables once or twice. <laughs> you know, so there's that. Um, I mean, within the first few pages, there's quite a bit of blood. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, it sounds like a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. I'm really excited for yeah, it. It's, it's totally awesome. I'm looking forward to that one. That yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah. Me too. I would love to see it done. I, I wish somebody else would do the work and just call them, you know, say be it, like, it was Doug Kahlberg. Hey, yeah, no, Doug, we're going to give you all the credit for this, uh, but you don't got to lift a finger. We yeah. understand that you're busy with the kid and the family and the yeah. whole thing. And I wish I was the Walt Disney of comics. Like, just have, like, my name over everything and then somebody else do all the work. Someday, is there a plan for a free-range comics empire? Uh, eventually, I would love to do a theme park. It would probably be the most disappointing ride you've ever been on. But at the end of it... It's just uh, a bear peeing on you. Yes. You, know, you might be able to get away with it in North Korea. I, I understand that they have a lot of free space and time. Probably. And a lot of money just yeah. that Kim Jong-un uses. Yeah, I'll have to think about that because I could, I could totally see, like, you know, it's a small world... Except uh, just all Carrie, Katy Perry songs and oh, oh my god! Like yeah, every you ride, don't have to pay for licensing it in North Korea. I don't think so. Every ride comes with like a free distribution of razor blades and <laughs> liquor. <laughs> like go ahead, if you don't make it by the end of the ride, we totally understand. <laughs> so you know, you've heard Firecracker for the first like the, the five times. Like yeah. after that, I don't I don't blame you for slitting your wrists. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, besides uh, fourteen days to die, is there anything else coming up in the future here? Like, I, I know, I know you have Pandora's box going, and you worked on uh, Kingdom of Loathing. Kingdom of Loathing, while. and then the collected edition for that is actually coming out. Okay. Uh, the sometime this fall, whatever it's done at the printers. Okay. That'll be all uh, six issues crammed together in a book with another juicy story shoved in there. Right, and because you don't have enough stuff to do. Are you working on anything else on the side, or not really? Uh, I always work on little projects, things that kind of float in. Uh, I do a lot of posters for like the Twin City com- uh, comedy scene. Okay. Uh, some various comedians and shows like that. You still in. doing, uh, was it Monday night? The Monday night comedy show yes. over in uh, northeast Minneapolis at uh, the Spring Street Tavern every Monday. Uh, I owe I owe Pete that much because it's a hell of a show. They always treat me fantastic over there, and uh, I've been there three or four times, and it's always a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a great show, and and now I guess that after the big announcement on the seventh, they are a free show. What? Yes, you pay what you want. Oh, wow. I, I think I was paying five dollars, and I thought that was a good deal. Yeah, so now you get that and tremendously hard hard drinks. Yeah, just drink beer. You can't make dr- beer any harder than. Well, it's true, but I mean, seriously, Josh, the bartender there makes makes it like uh, he has a heavy flammable. Floor. Everything's flammable. That five dollars is probably going to go straight to booze. 
Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, if you go there and you give a donation, that's fantastic. And if you don't, you still get a free comedy show. So, yeah. uh, I go there. Yeah, I sell shit. Uh, I do most of their posters, and um, you know, every now and again, you know, there's some sexual favors, but we don't really talk about those off the air. You know? Yeah. No. Those are those are. Uh, wait, Secret. you don't talk about them off the air. On the air, I've had a lot to drink. I don't know. <laughs> no. What's well, they're, going on they're secret sexual flavor favors. Flavors, flavors? Yeah. sexual flavors. <laughs> they're they're both. They're both. And this is what happens when you try to do an interview after you've already done the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, you end up with like packaging on your candy bars that say sexual flavors, and oh look, it's a backdoor Snickers. <laughs> it's it's our new type of Laffy Taffy, guys. We're Yes, foot fetish blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even know. Um, all right, so Des Moines, uh, TC3 is going to Des Moines. Are you going to? Uh, I might. I got to see if I can work some out with my uh, babysitter slash parents. Okay. And uh, I would love to go, but otherwise, if you're in the uh, area of the whatever Des Moines Comic Con, I believe is in November. I'm gonna um, grab if you look it up here. on the TC3 website, they're promoting the hell of it. Um, so just go to TC3MN.com. Uh, they'll have more information That's about that. That's the Moines Wizard World. That's not what I want. Yeah. But uh, there'll be more stuff about that. Otherwise, look, it up, look us up on Facebook. Uh, look up Doug Kahlberg on Facebook. Send him nude photos, ladies. Not, not the dudes. I don't need that. Um, Though if the dudes show up topless, he'll also take pictures of you. You know, and, and you know what? But I'll only if you are able to shoot light from your nipples. Yes, and light, uh, glitter, ketchup would even be more interesting than anything else. Uh, if you're willing gross, to, though. no, no, ketchup from one, mustard from the other. Uh, that would be more useful. Do they wait? Do they bring you a, a, uh, <laughs> a hot dog port? <laughs> well, I, I'll totally bring you a hot dog if you're willing to do that. <laughs> What a body modification. Yes, my baloney has a first name. <laughs> but no, yeah, if you're willing to put free range comics on your boobs, well hell, I'll I'll give you a dollar off each comic. That's fine. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess before we wrap up here, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to plug? Uh well, my wife's busy right now, but anyway. <laughs> Um, oh, Doug has been drinking. This is great. <laughs> way, way too much. Uh, yeah, no, you know, as usual, if you go to freerangecomics.com, uh, do three new comics a week. Um, they're always fantastic and hilarious. Uh, sometimes they are really depressing, um, but that's because I do that on purpose. Uh, sometimes I draw them even with pants on. I can't always guarantee that. <sighs> yeah, well, neither can we. I can't even say I'm wearing pants right now. He's uh, not, and it's glorious. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, of course, I was 14 Days to Die, so you'll have to look that up on the uh, Twin City Comic Collective on Facebook. There'll be more announcements as that goes along. Um, always, too, you can uh, find me on Facebook. Uh, just look up Doug Kahlberg and uh, order stuff through me th- through there. I'm willing to work out some shipment costs, of course, and um, always willing to talk some sort of sexual favor. Uh, if nothing else, just nudie pics. Um, you know, I get kind of, I get kind of lonely in my office. Doug is really on tits when he's drunk. <laughs> that's sort of where we go to. Um, that's how me and my wife met. 
Uh, I had been intoxicated at that point, and she's pretty good looking. Well, when you so. do enough interviews, you get a, get away with just talking about. Titties. Well, no, I mean, like, yeah, I guess we 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 talked about it before, but yeah, this is Doug's fourth interview with. Well, us. technically yeah. fifth now. Oh, yeah, no, this is technically well, technically the fifth. No, no, no. It's now been artificially no, boosted. Ac- actually, no, I, I'm go- I'm gonna say this is the fourth, but he's also been through an internet fuck up, which makes him an honorary co-host at this point. Oh yeah. Woo-hoo! I, I I think so. I think Doug is now like a just a member of. Blind I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to just give him that fifth interview, just because uh, you get you get a fifth interview pin, right? There's a pin. There is what? Oh, we got buttons. <laughs> Shit! Yes. <laughs> See, I knew today I was gonna score. <laughs> so now I'm gonna have that tattooed on my like my my above my nuts. Thank God. Yes. Look at that. A pin. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put that on my hat. But don't put the pin on your nuts. That would hurt. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. No. Well, no. I'm not going to do that because, I mean, crazy. i got to play with those later. That's that's the thing. Yeah, they get caught on something. Really I don't difficult. know how to end this interview now. No, that's fine. <laughs> you know what? We can keep going. Uh, Should we just know, go into I'll, the news? We'll I don't just <laughs> talk about my life story. Uh, I was born in a small town. Where? And uh, Grand Rapids, Minnesota, unfortunately. Oh, okay. it's, Why unfortunately? It's a small town. Small towns are horrible. That's right. I was born in uh, Podunk, South Dakota, so I don't have a whole lot. <laughs> What was it literally called? Pulling? No, no, it was called Yankton. That's actually even worse because South Dakota, there's nothing there. There is nothing there. Okay. Left South Dakota. I came to uh, Ellsworth, Wisconsin because there's something there, apparently. Honestly, I was just really hoping that you were actually born at Podunk. Because <laughs> that just would have been, been awesome, great. yes. But no, if I ever formed a town, it'd be probably called Podunk or Doug. No, uh, we're actually going <laughs> to start a town in uh, North Dakota. We've decided we're going to buy one. And build a castle there. Or we're gonna, or we're, or are we uh, going to call the town? We never came up with a name. Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Africa, North Dakota. After the song from Toto. Man, you know, like, I could have sworn there was beer being passed around here, but there must have been some moods. <laughs> Holy <Right>? shit. <laughs> References Toto. What? God damn. Ah, well, that is fantastic, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, Doug, thank you for joining us on the show today. Yes, for the, the second Twice. time around. <laughs> the second time around. Uh, and we'll be back with the end of the show uh, after, well, in a minute. Here. Well, first part of the show and end of the show. And yeah, well, uh, yeah. this is not getting edited out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys in a minute. Peace out. What a great interview with Doug. That, Better, was, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, I, what I recall of it, yes. Yeah, well, in fact, we actually talked about it before this because you all know that we recorded it before we did the rest of the stuff. So this this thing that I'm doing is just ridiculous. So let's just play some outro music. <laughs> hey, guys. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our other shows, or you want to help us get us, uh, get us some better equipment so we don't fuck up interviews in the future... Head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewsstudios and become a patron today. Uh, or if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head on over to Amazon. Or, uh, head on over to Blind News Studios, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage, do your Amazon shopping as normal, and then we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It's really great. I got yelled at the other day for using the word kickback. Apparently in sales circles, it's not appropriate to use. What should what? I use? What's wrong with kickback? I don't know. Is it a full term? No, it's apparently an inappropriate term. Ow. 
This is a sexual move. No, it's apparently offensive. To who? Salespeople. Why? I don't know. What? What? Where are you using? What? All right. What was the kickback? Or where? How are you using it? It said we get kickback from Amazon for sending them there, for we using our link. Get literally money from Amazon. <laughs> we get a percentage back from Amazon for whatever you spend. Does that, that sound better? Yeah. Okay. If you want to support us more directly, head on over to store.blindestudios.com or click on the store link at the top of our homepage and buy a T-shirt guaranteed to make you 30% cooler Yeah, when you wear it in the winter. Absolutely. That's guaranteed. what Doug said. I, Although I Casey's know. math is off, but still correct. I like my math. Anyway, uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and follow us on... Uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash blind studios or find us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. You can also shoot us an email at feedback at blindstudios.com. And if you haven't already, go follow Doug Kahlberg at Free Range Comics on Facebook. Uh, just go to freerangecomics.com and you can find all of his social media stuff there. Buy one of the Meatlings t shirts if he still has them because those are pretty cool. Yeah, this guy's pretty cool too. Yes. He, he's done four or five interviews with us, so definitely. We're just going to mute Carlos <laughs> because that's what we need to do. Anyway, guys, I'll see you guys next week. Kick back, kick back, kick back.